0: So, any questions about that? Anything? I know we need to stop and pray right now. I know it's it's a it's a it's a it's it's the most dangerous thing that we're seeing um, because it drives a wedge between child and parent because there's that shame issue. Um, there's that uh, <clears throat> you have to break the cycle um, when 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 dealing with this, especially if their exposure to it is more. Now we're seeing a huge percentage of young men because I primarily deal with young men in this situation, uh, that a huge percentage of them that will watch an average of uh, at least one time a week, 30 minutes or more at one sitting. Do the math on that. That type of imagery and things that you're seeing is just those are, you know, not only the, do we have to struggle with the temptation in the modern movies and the different things that they're showing in the media, if they're seeking that out, that will, that will train that mechanism, that release of, of chemicals in their brain and is the equivalent of, you know, <laughs> narcotic addiction, uh, and so anything that you can do to intervene and to protect your children in this area, I don't think, uh, short of taking everything away from them, including their bed sheets, you know, it's something that 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 uh, we need to be aware of. All right, uh, so just looking at you know 25 percent uh, search engine requests are for porn. That's actually larger than that now. 50 um, percent uh, by pastors. Uh, So we say, of pastors, regularly look at pornography. This is an issue that we deal with with youth pastors and pastors. It's a very delicate situation because a lot of times when we find out, um, there's different ways of finding this out, but they do some surveys. But once there's a large convention with thousands of pastors centrally located in one location, uh, there's a spike in pornography use at the hotels. Do the math on that. So no one is above Um, temptation in this area and that's why it's important to to extend you know grace in some of these issues especially when you're talking with your peers your guy friends your girlfriends um, because initially when it gets to that level there's nowhere to turn for somebody in that situation to where uh you know unless they're they have the kind of accountability that we should always have to be able to confess that to you can't do that you know, just do the math. You, do, you, you can't really confess that to the deacons, you know, because, you know, there will be different ones that handle that stuff differently. There will be the self-righteous that say, I've never been struggled in that area, and I've never had that issue. You should be fired, okay? Any situation like that, then your other It's the equivalent of uh, a friend of mine who was a worship pastor at, at just as many, many years ago in a situation where he went out um, and had a nice dinner uh, with his wife and had a glass of red wine with a steak that they were having. Now, wherever you are in the alcohol uh, spectrum, don't lose the point in this this situation. All right. So anyway, someone saw him and think, reported back to, uh, you know, personnel. They brought him up. They wanted him to stand up in front of church and confess uh, what he had done and then start uh, go to Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, now, I, again, I struggle with that because I, I knew the gentleman in this this, this deacon And so it struggled all I could do to not pick up the phone when I was a youth pastor in Florida and call every one of them and give them a piece of my mind. But then through that, um, what helped calm the situation down was there was a gentleman that said, I'm 86 years old and I can tell you that I have never had an ounce of even the taste of alcohol um, touch my lips. And thankfully, there was a wise other gentleman there, it was a deacon, he says, well, I'm 78, and I can tell you exactly how alcohol tastes. You know, it's just the perspective of that is to understand that grace, even on down, that's as a a pastor around, but take that down to our children. If we shame them, if we deal with it, you know, in a manner where we don't deal with it in a healthy manner, that relationship is going to have that uh, a division, that's going to, and that division will, will grow. That wedge will grow. Uh, so how do we handle it? Uh, let's go on to the next one. Um, when we're talking about this, um, because the next thing is once those images, uh, they see them or see with pornography, get exposed to it, then there's a situation where it, there's nothing. Um, the same images don't um, cause the same degree of arousal. All right, so there's always something more, something more aggressive that they're looking for. Um, We can talk all the time about, uh, you know, there's a, um, you know, an interview that Dobson did with uh, Ted Bundy, you know, the serial killer, and, uh, you know, began with pornography and different things like that. And so there's just something that's dangerous about it, but we need to address it because then what happens is those images um, aren't enough, then there's, they're more, they become more bold, both male and female, to encourage and, and engage in this type of activity, which is sexting and requesting pictures. Um, I was, uh, this past year, I was called to a, a church in northeast Arkansas. We had a situation where um, a young lady um, was on Mission Fuge, all right, so I was on a mission trip dealing with Southern Baptist Convention and uh, had met a boy there. He went home to a different state. Uh, northeast Arkansas, I think it's to Illinois or whatever, wherever they were at. Um, she sent an inappropriate picture uh, to it that would be classified as child pornography. Now, she sent it across state lines, all right, which ups the ante on trafficking of child pornography across state lines. The laws have not caught up with, you know, they don't have a caveat in those laws that cover stupid teenager, all right? You know what I'm saying? So, she not only sent that, so those parents... Uh, threatened to press charges or press charges, and the prosecuting attorney was weighing whether or not to, to press charges on this girl. The thing that I was called in to do was to help um, articulate to the members of the church, the deacon body, um, how important it was to have some policies in place to protect your church. Okay. Now, this is, the reason is because um, this was, in effect, the second time this has happened. That's the rub. First-time situation, you know, you deal with it, you discipline and things like that. So if it happens more than once, then it's a situation where they were asleep at the switch and they could get in more trouble. So let's fast forward to where I was talking with the deacons and the, helping them establish this. They still didn't get it. They still was like, it's just, you know, it's not really a big deal. And I said, it is a big deal. I said, now the, the parents of this young boy have cause to sue you. All right, if this is my child and if I choose to sue you, this is no longer so-and-so Baptist church. It's going to be known as Dustin Sam's Baptist church. Do you understand what I'm saying? At that point, I got their attention because they had no, nothing in place to protect themselves. All right, so, so I'm just saying that, and, and I think I was talking uh, with uh, Steve about this. Um, then a situation where if that's the son, say this picture is sent to your son, and you, what do you do? You grab the phone. You come into my office, which I've had this happen in Conway. Come into my office, and, I sit, and he says, There's, uh, there is a young lady in town that has sent an inappropriate picture to my son. And I said, do you have that picture? Do you have that phone? He says, yes, I do. I said, you are in possession of child pornography. All the blood leaves his face. It's whoever is, has possession of it. So I said, which is a catch-22, I said, you have to return that phone to your son, have him delete it, all right, physically reset the phone to the original state when you got it, and then let's start walking through this process on how to handle this issue. That's scary, isn't it? Parents, it's, it's scary. And, and when you look at the stats, 57% of our, ch- of our children have been asked to send a suggestive text, whether in words or in images, so let 's pause right there. Any questions on that? I know it 's scary, and i don 't want to just scare you, but the, the thing is with until the laws catch up <clears throat> and are more accurate, because initially child pornography is a bad thing, and I think and I said last night I think those you know Anybody over eighteen and that's taking involved in that, they need to be nailed to a tree somewhere. All right, yes. Any, any par- yeah, any minor, all right, with partial, semi, or nude, you know, in the, in a compromising position as far as clothing, uh, and activity is considered pornography. Now you can go that, that, I mean, that can be argued different ways, but I I think there was a senator years ago or a chief justice that that said, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, what, you know, what it is. He's like, you know, what it, you know, what is it, what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. You know, we all, you know, that's the mentality is that, that, that crosses that line. Um, And so that, that's, that's a big deal, especially when you own the devices that your children are using. Yes, sir. text um i'm not real sure i'm not an expert on that but if you know yeah wow well the thing is a lot of times it's it's another aspect of that is the availability if it was accessible by somebody else as far as imagery and pornography and things like that um you know a lot of giggling in the room (laughs) no it's funny the uh um but the the thing about it is the reality is it it's it's um, it's an issue that can get out of hand, and then Walt Mueller says we are one bad decision away from a headline. All right, yes, sir. Yes, the first thing is um, if it, in in that situation is 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 delete. Now, the thing is, if you get something to where it's prosecuted and where it could be in evidence, they can't delete it. It can be found. So not to worry. Initially, they need to delete it, but don't worry about, you know, proving it um, because it's there on the device and it can be, it could be re- retrieved. Okay? So and then the next step is what we're, what we're seeing, in, especially in our situation, um, is that they need to tell somebody in authority, you know, the parent parent and then then starts the process of what what next when I'm in a situation we are uh, a mandate if you work with students you're a mandatory reporter all right so it, it removes the option of of working things out you know if it's a it's a situation where it's a minor that uh, you're aware of and different things like that you have to let you have to throw it up the chain of command um, and and it's not and I and not even to worry about it in a in a, in a in a matter of covering your tail, I mean, you just, you, ultimately we have to have the best interest of the child um, at heart. Um, this issue uh, with the situation in, in, uh, you know, recently in Conway and in Stuttgart and in other places that I've dealt with this, they were always handled, thankfully, you know, wisely at the court level and prosecuting and things like that to where it was not necessarily that wasn 't for the best interest of the parties involved, hopefully and I think a lot of times we think in our community i I I, I trust you know to the point where they were going to make a sensible decision in that because ultimately everybody with common sense is going to say listen we don't need to ruin this child 's life or these pe- you know people 's lives for something that was stupid and couldn't you know the, the behavior can be changed. What we want to tra- track down is is those those predators because we live in a predatory world and and those that are out there that are seeking, uh, seeking our youngsters out uh, for for immoral purposes and things like that. But it's that, that's that's what we tell our parents. Listen, first thing is you got to delete it. All right, don't 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 show it around. Saying, hey, is this child pornography? I mean, you know, be sensible. We got to work through it in a situation where somebody in authority can make that decision. Uh, but it's you know it's sick to your stomach kind of stuff. You know because, um, you know. It's just shocking for everybody. And so I didn't know it was going to go to any place else. There's actually an issue where um, Dr. Phil, uh, I, there's times when I, I show this clip where this girl was bullied and she had received. Um, there's been a picture, and these were adults, had sent a picture to uh, a boyfriend or a shared boyfriend or somebody, in some, some type of situation. And so she posted it. Okay, well when she was talking about she shouldn't have sent that type of picture to my boyfriend, all that kind of stuff, and Dr. Phil quickly pointed out that there's no statute of limitations for what you've done is posting somebody else's picture out there under the room. And so how quickly she, was, she turned around, and it was, it was where she was apologetic. I'm so sorry. I've ruined your life kind of thing. But because all of a sudden the threat that she could be prosecuted. So, I mean, it's just a it's, – it's such a mess, and my prayer is, and what I want to do is I want to head this stuff off before it actually happens, all right? Um, so, we, and, and the only way we can do that is to articulate to our children how dangerous um, that kind of stuff is. And if you're ever asked, hopefully you contain, maintain or one or both parents need to maintain, uh, or maintain open communication with your child to where they can tell you anything. Um, because you know they need they your daughter needs to come and let you know if there's a boy in their school that is in, asking them for inappropriate pictures. That can be handled, all right. Um, you know, there's no way your our child our children in our public schools should have to endure that. Am I right? So um, they need the, the appropriate people need to be notified and, and hopefully, um, you know, <laughs> I, I probably it's probably the most angry I've ever been at public officials in the school district dealing with something like this in Florida, uh, you know, where, you know, they were trying to sweep everything under the rug and they weren't dealing with the actual issue. And so I, I lost my temper, which I've been known to do. And, and so it's, it's just part of that thing is where unless there's a lesson involved that there, there, you know, there, there needs to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If you, there's an action, there needs to be consequences. There are consequences for that type of behavior but I don't believe in, in ruining their life for the rest of the going. Let's go on to the next, next one. Go on to the next one. Okay. This is where we go. Got, uh, this is a couple of years ago. As of August 16, creating, distrib- distributing, uh, possessing sexually explicit digital materials misdemeanor for anyone under the age of 18 is punishable by up to one year in jail. So that page, that answers your question as far as what, um, what it is. Let's go to the next one. All right. Um, Let's, let's go ahead and leave that up here because we're going to talk about how we can protect ourselves and our families. But I, I wanted to make sure when you're talking about pornography, that, that could be, this could be a whole seminar into itself. Um, lead by example. Have accountability. Um, I recently spoke with some of our deacons, and we, I, we were talking, my wife and I were sharing about the accountability that we have and different things that we do. And, um, and, uh, and he said to me, he said, the first thing I asked my wife, I said, do you, do you do you ever look at my phone? She says, no. Do you ever look at my emails? No. You know, in situation, she's like, he said, maybe that's, that's a level of accountability that we need to have. And I was appreciative of that because it allows you, if your children know that you're accountable as well to your spouse or to an accountability, even better, a, a group of men or uh, one specific man that you're accountable to or ladies with one of your friends, close friends. It only is accountability. This is what I tell students. It is only accountability if it has teeth to it. What does that mean? That means if, you're, if you give somebody freedom to jump in your business, that's the only the real accountability. If they just say, oh, you know, it's that's, that's all right. Try not to do it again. So, so the thing is, you know, some of the things that you guys can do and lead by example is, um, you know, uh, for instance, we, my spouse, my wife, at any given time, uh she knows the pa- password to my phone she can pick up in in, in, in look at my in my stuff anytime she wants to uh like i said with life 360 and all those kind of things the accountability the different things um is it just so that she can kind of find out you know while she's at work if i'm at tacos for life no it's just the the accountability of knowing that at any given time she can kind of see where i'm at what i'm doing now another step of level above that is that i run with a particular group of guys that i've been friends with one of those uh, First redheaded seventh grader that I had at Walnut Ridge in 1997 is now uh, uh, an elite um, uh, tech guy for Life Church. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Craig Rochelle. Uh, that church that's in Edmond, Oklahoma, has an average of 100,000 98 to 100,000 church members in attendance for their their churches across the United States. He's in, he's in charge of networking all of those churches, so he's savvy. Um, he has. Uh, and he's, you know, I do this for my own security as well. Um, if I happen to die in a car accident, I know my wife is not going to be in any condition to know all the passwords to the bank accounts and all that kind of stuff. And so he, I have him have all of that stuff offsite. He can, like, for instance, I open this, this laptop up. If I send him a text, that joker can walk around in my computer at any given time. Now, I choose because I'm out here speaking about this kind of stuff. I'm in front of students. I'm in front of parents. I choose to have that level of accountability. Where you are at, you need to have some sort of accountability that you're comfortable with, all right? Um, You know, some of your jobs may or may not, you know, my wife has, uh, she works for the Arkansas Department of Education. So everything that she has with her email is what? Subject to Freedom of Information Act, okay? So she has some stuff that, Obviously, it's none of my business, all right? And so through that situation, you know, so we don't ever use that email account. That's, that's business only and things like that. And so um, my stuff, a little bit more relaxed. I just want to make sure that, that uh, you know, the, my, the people that are above me and the job that I do, they know the level of accountability that I have. Now, I'm saying this to you guys, to saying that if you don't have any of that, it's difficult to tell your students that you think it's important. Your children, I say. I say students. I'm sorry. Your, your children. Does that make sense? So, if by leading by example, there's a couple of different things. You can do the Life 360. You can do uh, X3 Watch, which is a, a search thing, an app for your phone and for your computers that you punch in an email um, and it gives a report weekly to your accountability people. All right? Um, and so, those are some simple things to do um, that can help you. What else can, what else? This, this is where we brainstorm a little bit. What are some things that you've seen done, maybe you've not been doing? Or maybe you do in your, your practice in your daily life that help with accountability that your your kids can see. Anybody want to share anything? You don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot necessarily. But, um, <clears throat> you know, if uh, uh, the same same way with, with with what we're doing, we want to be healthy. We want to encourage hope in the lives of our students. Uh, but more importantly, you want to lead by example. Okay, I think I beat that dead horse. All right. Yes, sir. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and it's yours. Yes. Yes, yes and no. the The issue with the clear play is that they know ahead of time what the movie is, all right so when you're talking about so if the movie's released on Tuesday by Friday, they've got an upload that's why you pay the monthly fee to it. so they have it in advance so that that helps with that kind of stuff it's not it's unable to do it on the fly. There's been some things out on the market that have tried to do it on the fly, and you know it You know it's comical when the words are you know it's a half second too late and you know and all that kind of stuff but um the the thing that you can do is is you can lock down a phone to where they can't send uh multimedia images right, which is text messages yes i am uh this is where this is where we're gonna work it together as a group anybody here that has the data if they if they have a certain data plan that they limit that they can't send multimedia uh send and receive multimedia text anybody using that yet okay yes yeah which you know it's a, the, the the first place to start that was my next thing is first place to start to start with your carrier ask them what can we do? Because more often than not, they've got some something in place. And you can say specific lines, all right? So I need this line and this line to not be able to receive any picture, text, or any multimedia at all, okay, which is a good thing to have because there's, there's other things. There's even viruses that now with phones that can be sent, and you click on it next thing you know. Um, they'll, they'll uh, Especially with your home computers, there's some things. Is, you, know, you, come, you get a message from mom, say, hey, here's a, you know, the last family picture. You click on that, and then it'll immediately lock down your computer and hold all of your data and all of your stuff for ransom, where you have to pay to get that stuff to unlock. So it's just don't don't click on anything. I mean, it's you know now you know they've got some of that stuff on Facebook. When everything was getting hacked for a while, they've now they've they've fixed some of it. But even when you mouse over the link, you know next thing we all sing about. Hey, don't open anything! I've been hacked on Facebook. You guys ever got those? Those messages from your friends because uh, they've clicked on something that it was was they shouldn't have. But that's where I would start. And then there are apps and different things that you can lock down. And so if there's anything when you guys walk away from this weekend, is, is spend some time. You know, I don't want you to get overboard on things, and you know, because a lot of times I wade through a lot of junk for parents and be, to be able to help this. But it, you know, it gets depressing. <laughs> I'll just tell you that from the beginning. You know, you just you just see so much. Junk and other ways that are that our young people are being attacked, and it's you know sometimes it feels like we're not or we're not being effective. But start with the carrier, and then work through the type of phone. Spend some time on Google. We have a you know a Galaxy S7. Um, what can we do to protect from images and things like that? Um, so that'd be good. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, it's direct messaging, and then there's the, the issue with the uh, the kick. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. That's the, that's the one that we see uh, for some reason that, that m- most of the inappropriate texting and video uh, being sent because it's anonymous and different things like that. And so, uh, but yeah, there's there's things it, in addition to, I guess we should say, in addition to the text messages. But the thing is, majority of that stuff we find at least at this point. Um, is going back and forth phone to phone, and then they go and they delete their messages because either they're not tech-savvy enough to know that some of that stuff is easier with Snapchat or whatever, uh, or maybe their parents don't let them have Snapchat, and the only thing they're able to do is send text messages. So if you remove that opportunity to send video or text pictures, uh, it would help. Um, And again, open dialogue with your children. Talk about why. Because that's, that's the thing, and there's gentlemen we were talking about earlier, how do you go back now and set boundaries? Boundaries and borders. There's, that's, that's the way we live in life, right? There's laws, there's boundaries. We all just have to learn and in order for them, that's just a place to start. Listen, you better get used to it because the rest of your life, there are certain things you can and can't do, right? And so as long as you're in my house, as long as you have, you know, uh, the devices that we have, um, there's some certain rules that you're going to have to abide by. Um, and and it's not fun com- conversations, but they need to happen. Yeah. Any any other questions? It's good questions. Yes. Yes, sir. I, yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because we're seeing that as well um, uh, with the end it movement. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's the end to human trafficking and slavery. That st- slavery still exists and stuff like that. Students that we find get involved with that are much more uh, sensitive to uh, to those type of things. If you got a kid that's got a heart for that, it's like my son several years ago gave up his birthday and asked people to give money to help buy uh, uh, to to get we we've since the beginning, we've been, uh, I've personally, our family has supported Charity Water. Uh, It's an organization out of New York that that, uh, drills wells and provides clean water in in Africa and different places. Um, I'm telling you, my heart enlarged, just seeing him give up his birthday, and we made a website, and, you know, it's, it's, and, and we said, hey, this is Dalton's birthday. Instead of giving him you know, a uh, gift for his seventh birthday. We're asking that you contribute $7 or $70 or $700 to Charity Water to help drill a well. Well, the founder saw his thing, and he wrote it. He sent him a personal video, said, hey, Dalton. You know, more importantly, he's like, he says, it's my birthday in September. It's your birthday in September. Charity Water is five years old in September, but you have done this thing. And so we see that students that have that type of social justice mindset, um struggle less um, in, in these areas because they do see it as someone's daughter as someone's son as you know which is something that's good as parents to instill that in our kids that's a good point thank you anything else yes ma'am There's TeenSafe. Uh, TeenSafe is, is some, there's several apps that are like that. And, and again, you have to be, become a little bit familiar with um, the uh, Apple Apple Store, the App Store, uh, and then as well with Google Play, which is where the apps are. Because, um, And then you'll see, you'll, you'll notice there's a lag time. If, if there's an app that becomes very popular on Android, it takes a little bit of time for Apple to approve it. And if there's something very popular on Apple, sometimes it takes a while to ever even make it over to Android. That's why it's just sometimes it's good. Um, and this might be a good time to look, look in your book here and, and uh, this little handout that I gave you. Um, there's two websites. I want to make sure that before we run out of time uh, that, you, that you make it into your, your daily Internet diet. Not daily. Weekly or monthly at least to check in on stuff. And that is uh, digital... Kids Initiative. It's on the on the second page on the uh, reverse side of the cover, where it says websites I like to use, um, DigitalKidsInitiative.com. There are family worksheets. There's a lot of ideas. Walt Mueller is the leading expert uh, from uh, the Center of Parents and Youth, uh, CPYU. Um, and, uh, and, and it's great. And then another one is Common Sense Media. You see it there on the, on the last there. It's in bold. This is the one that I mentioned earlier. I don't know if, if, if it, was, uh, it was last night or earlier today um, that has the searchable apps. All right, you can search any app that's out there. They've done a review on it, tells pros, cons, risks involved, whether it's, you know, and, and it goes by stars, you know, uh, as far as five star, four star, and so on and so forth. But you can search 10- and 11-year-old apps, 17-year-old and up, and different things like that. But that is a great resource that you're going to find uh, a lot of use for. Um, but there might be something to where you can, you can look in some of those things. And, and if you – I know your email box your, – your email it gets full of, of stuff that you sign up for, and mine does too. But those are some – if you get the, their newsletter, it's really one to, to keep an eye on uh, youth culture. Anything else, All right? Um, let's uh, let's talk about uh, some things that can help the family as as we finish out the afternoon. Um, some things, and this is where I'd like for you to share uh, something that's working because a lot of times we, as iron sharpens iron, uh, we can learn from one another. Um, uh, different things. I, I mentioned the the OTG nights, or, or, or and that could could be something that uh, uh, coincides with the with your Sabbath. Um, because God has made us to work and rest. And so OTG is what I call off the grid. Um, a particular day where you don't participate in social media, encourage your kids to do that and different things like that, but just some time away. Uh, I love to when I see students when they're talking about that Daniel fast or a different fast from different things and they fast from social media. It's a great thing. All right. They squawk initially when we go to retreats, and we say, all right, you guys turn in your phones. We go to mission trip, and we get Ziploc bags, and we put their names on them. And they give us their phones, which is funny because we don't, don't tell our students that, but oh, throughout the day, their, their phones are in these bags, and we got them locked up, and they're protected and all that kind of stuff. But most of them drain out the battery over the process of the day because they still have their Bluetooth on and their Wi-Fi and all this kind of stuff. And so then when they get it during dinner time. You know, their phones are dead, so they're all linked in and stuck to a wall, you know, because they're trying to, you know, get caught up on the latest stuff or text their parents or different things like that. But um, most of the students that we find after, you know, getting two and day, uh, second day in or third day in of being unplugged, it's amazing uh, the the freedom that they have. Um, In recent years, the number one thing that college students have been, you know, Mental illness and the things that they've dealt with on the college campuses in the United States has been the number one issue has been what? It starts with a D. What do you think it is? Depression. All right, that has just been unseated. All right, means that now there's a new number one thing that they're dealing with on the college campuses, and it's anxiety. How sad is that? That our students, uh, our children that we're sending off to college, a majority of them in, that are in a situation, whatever type of upbringing they have or background they have, they're struggling with anxiety which is can be directly um, connected to, you know, the plugged-in generation, the digital natives, the anxiety of, am, am I worthy enough? Am I good enough? And in, in, do I have enough likes? Whatever. But that's the struggle that that uh, we have to, to, to strengthen our children on to where they are, again, find their self-worth in Jesus and find their self-worth in the value of, of what they're doing. So, um off the grid, spend some time. Um, maybe, this is a good one. I had a, a parent tell me the other day, um, spend some time. Whatever room is the family room, make that a phone-free zone, all right? So if that's in the living room or if that's the dining room table or wherever you guys have the, the time. Okay, we all know. Any teachers in here still? I can't remember. Re- teachers? All right. We well, There's a direct correlation in grades, all right, uh, that corresponds with how many meals you eat together as a family. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But that's been out for several years, and I've been a big proponent of that. Just eating together as a family um, gets better grades, all right? And so, you know, that's, that's a no-brainer. We want to eat together and different things like that. So make that a phone-free zone as well. Uh, when I'm out with students, if I take a group of guys out to have hamburgers and milkshakes and we're talking about life and discipleship, we do this thing where we stack up the phones. Okay, we stack them up, and if anybody gets a phone call and they answer that or a text message or they look at their phone, then they have to buy the meal, buy everybody's meal. Let me tell you, those broke kids don't touch their phones, all right, because I hold them to it. And I'm like, dude, you know, <laughs> that's a $20 bill. You're fixing to drop because you're going to look at your, your text message. You said, but it might be my mom. You know, I'm like, let me tell you what. I'm going to text your mom right now. Hey, we're meeting. He'll be with you in just a second. You know, so the thing is, it's valued time together. All right, that's the key with, with families, uh, value time together. Um, again, same way with, if some of you guys have computers and PCs and you're still using laptops and stuff like that, don't let your children use that uh, where they can close doors, all right? Make it out, keep it out in front of everybody, all right? That's why in my office, I've always uh, arranged my office to where uh, anybody that comes in my office can immediately see my screen. Why do I do that? I don't ever want to be able to be accused of, 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 of something that's inappropriate, um, you know, and, uh, and so there's just some things like there's some accountability in that um, and, and different things like that. Mine's tilted to where the first time somebody steps in my door, they can see exactly what I've got on my, my screen. Same thing with my stuff at home. Everything that's done is done uh, out in the open. Um, but then again, at home, my wife is secure in this, as far as that goes, because we use open DNS all right, which is the web uh, web bully all right we got him in <clears throat> set it up. you guys write that down open it's great for uh, it sets it up in your router. you change the dNS settings it's an easy walk through, even people if you if you don't understand some of the technical aspects it can walk through it i'm close I would be happy so what I have I wrote an article. Uh, recently, I've brought my uh, my blog out of mothballs from when I moved to Conway. Uh, it's dustinsams.com. Uh, the first article you'll see uh, if you go to dustinsams.com will be my uh, the article I wrote on the OpenDNS. And I, um, you can contact me. I'd be happy to to come over if you get if you buy me a six pack of diet Mountain Dew, I'll come and set up your OpenDNS at your house. Not a problem. So, um, but it, don't get regular Mountain Dew; it's it's diet. So, do you have a question, or you just Oh, I just thought you were, I thought you were oh you're putting a pen up um, so open DNS is a filter on my and you can pick which level of filtering that you want it eliminates those uh, phishing programs that that fish for information any type of uh, inappropriateness and things like that if you put it on hiring it'll even block YouTube and all that stuff from any device that is hooked into your wi-fi yes sir. Yeah, it's just it's just, uh, it's just download. You sign up. It's free. You, like right here, I'm at it, opendns.com, O-P-E-N-D-N-S.com, and you can set it up, and you just sign up. You set up an account, um, and then you can log in. Like right now, I can log in from here onto my system and, uh, and change my settings at my house. All right, so if I happen to be away on vacation and I got a 17-year-old punk son that's giving me trouble, I can lock that junk down. You know what I mean? And so just the reality of the, the accessibility of being able to do something like that. Um, now, businesses, I think if you're using it on business, didn't you say that you guys use it on business? I think it cost, there's some costs involved with that, but it's free for for us, for you and me, praise the Lord. Um, and it is good. Uh, we use it in our church. Um, we filter. You get, you, it's funny because uh, the other day there was on Twitter, there was a link of a, of a pastor friend I'm following, and I clicked on it, and it pops up, uh, uh, blocked. And I'm like, dang, you know. <laughs> That's a pastor doing that, you know. I mean, it was, it was just some link to some video that didn't make it through the firewall and the DNS servers. And so do you understand when you search for something, um, it goes out onto the World Wide Web try, try, uh, and goes to a server somewhere generally closer to you, um, and it makes that query and then pulls back whatever it is. And so that DNS on, on the settings on that kind of describes where it's going to go. So we change that in your router so that when you send any type of question out or any type of thing out, it goes to OpenDNS's server, and they have done the grunt work and block all the stuff that you don't want in your house. Does that make sense? It's and so that's why I call it you know, kind of a big bodyguard that's standing there at the router. Uh, but then again, if you don't set it up, it's not going to do you any good. Um, so there's some questions like that. Um, there's the covenant eyes. There's some, some great stuff. I think I have some of those listed um, uh, I have not uh, test run Disney. Is anybody here um, doing the Disney Circle? Um, it's 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 fresh out. It's new out, uh, and it's something that you know Disney understands that there's money to be made. All right, Just, let's not fool anybody here, uh, and uh, they want to be family friendly, and so they've developed this. They're also developing a Disney uh, Circle uh, Go or Go Circle, which will actually monitor your phone when it's outside of. Of the Wi-Fi at home, that's not out yet, but that's something that's that's coming. Might be something worth looking into. All right. Anybody else use anything else? This is where we share ideas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's interactive. <laughs> hey, that. that woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I use uBlock. If you're using Chrome uh, as your filter, uh, it's a great extension on Chrome, um, and it, uh, I love it because it tells you up in here how many uh, ads it's blocked. Like right now, just on this this website, there's been nine ads that's been blocked. I'm doing my part to to cost those marketing companies two billion dollars a year. So, um, but you know, it's just it's 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 just something. It's all part of the cat and mouse game of of trying to get. Ultimately, it's driven by dollars and marketing things to you guys, which in itself is not that big of a deal. Um, but there's some things out there that you don't want to be uh, exposed to, or want your kids to be exposed to. Uh, I was talking; we were talking a few minutes ago about some things that, you know, I don't know how it got there. Well, a lot of times, you know, back. M- thankfully, we've moved out of past that. You know, that decade of of pop ups. Remember how annoying that stuff was, and different things that were going on, and you had to pop up blockers and all that kind of stuff. And uh, one time in my office in Florida. Um, one of our interns uh, computers you when know, I'm logged in I mean just graphic hardcore pornography just coming up just popping up and I'm like and she's of course it's a female she was like shut it off you know? you know she's putting her hands on the screen she didn't know it's panic mode had set in you know because immediately she's thinking I'm gonna think that she is you know clicked on something and so uh, ultimately we're smart enough and we, we got the tech guys come some guys in there and we found through. We found exactly when things were clicked on. And then that stuff was downloaded to the computer. And, we, and it coincided with uh, uh, an employee son hanging out with us in the student ministry area. Had access to that computer a certain amount of time. And he had logged on and accessed pornography from the church's computer. All right. This is 2001, 2002. Obviously, the technology wasn't as advanced as it is now to, to filter that stuff. But um, there's always a trail. Just tell you that right now. There's always a trail. Um, what else is there? Uh, I think I've got um, X Watch Pro is is a pay service. The X3 Watch Pro, which is very good. X3 Free uh, one is pretty good uh, as well. That's um, uh, pretty good. Net Nanny is obviously uh, is is that's the Uber lockdown. I've got some students that just gripe about Net Nanny all the time which means it's doing its job, but they're like, gosh, mom. just She freaks out and, you know, net nanny. Well, I can't do anything. I can't access anything. I said, awesome, you're awesome. Poor baby. But um, a couple of things. Uh, that look on the top of the second page here. Establish clear and consistent expectations for technology use. We already talked about that the average student child has nine hours of screen time. They're saying now, you know, child... Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the acronym is, but but Pediatrics uh, Doctors Association has said that no screens for anybody under two years old. I know sometimes that you know even in that that uh, the video that was just shown, what jumped out at me was that line that says you know you're not going to win Dad of the Year if you can't entertain a two year old without throwing your iPod or your iPad without your iPad. That's a really a great statement because screen time is is a big deal. Uh, establish no zone times i've got little different ideas that you can do um with netflix uh i recently viewed or continue watching is 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 something that's that's good um uh, we i uh, logged in my netflix at my sister's we were staying the weekend we were watching some stuff i logged back in at home uh and i was watching something and i saw where there was something that was borderline inappropriate i said wow i called my sister i said hey Alex been watching Netflix, I, cause I think I forgot to, you know, log it out and shut it down at your house. She, she said, let me check. I got my nephew Alex in trouble because he had, he's like, I didn't know really what it was, and I shut it off, and I didn't start, I didn't finish watching. it, Which was true, because it shows when you you know shows how much is watching or how much is remaining and things like that. So I said, all right, he's not lying. Good thing you fessed him up, you know. But just the the thing of the accountability. What I don't like is that that uh, uh, you know we got all these different ones. You got the kids one and you can have different, different, uh, different ones for Netflix. And it's just extra time to go in and check that stuff. So, uh, lock that stuff down if you need to, um, as you move forward. So, um, I think we talked about that. Um, and, uh, Xbox Live, uh, exposed to all different kinds of worldviews, language, all that kind of stuff, unless they're playing in private private sessions, unless you're savvy enough to, to be able to do that. I, I enjoy, I work, you know, network with students, and I play video games with students on Xbox Live, and, and, uh, and so I'm savvy enough to know that, but a lot of parents don't necessarily monitor that as much. But the thing is, with those apps that are downloaded to the Xbox, they can access different content that you need to be careful about. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and they have all kinds of uh, subscriptions, you know, stars, movies, and, and that's where they're moving that direction. That was one thing that was a change in the strategy when, because when cable realized they were losing some of these things, they realized that Amazon and Netflix were cornering the market on this. So they made a pact kind of, you know, and it's all over money uh, to be able to access their Amazon Prime users with other subscriptions and things like that. Um, that's a good question. I've not looked at it late, recently. Um Initially, I don't think there was, uh, but there may have been been an, an update or on that. But uh, I can I can check that before we get out of here today and just just be able to check because I have Amazon Prime, I have Netflix as well. I uh, I was I, I was militantly against Netflix from from 2011 until this past year. Do anybody know want to know why? Yes. I'm still mad about that. All right, you know there was the nine seven ninety nine, and then you could get the DVDs and stream live, and then they just just upon their own decision, they split that, and you had to pay extra for this. And you know, and and of course that was my thing was, you know, if you're going to do that and raise the price, you know. So anyway, I could. I'm. I I probably went to Twitter on that. If you look back in 2011, I probably. Showed my rear end a little bit on that deal. Um, because, But that was the thing. It was because they split it. And I liked being able to have the DVDs and, you know, watching Blu-ray when they were coming out and things like that. So they'll make decisions like that. And they know, you know, that they've got people locked in when they can make that type of decision and really don't suffer on subscriptions. So um, any, anything else, there's Hulu and there's all kinds of streaming uh, devices. Now they're coming in packed in automatically on phones, automatically on game consoles. Um, free, you know, they hook you up with, hey, free 30 days, but if you don't remember to go back and to cancel it, then they automatically hook you in uh, on that kind of stuff, so those are things to, to be aware of, um, and again, this stuff um, isn't, isn't panic mode type of situation, but it's just to want to encourage you guys to leverage the technology to help benefit your family, and if you're in that situation where you think, listen, they don't need a phone they don't need issue, then, then I, will, I will cheer you on until uh, the bitter end. Because as parents, you know, we, uh, we struggle at different areas of when to let them have a cell phone. We don't have a landline. So then there's that issue of, well, if they, you know, if I get, you know, because 65, there's an accident every other 15 minutes, all right, if I get caught in traffic and don't happen to get to the house before they get off the school bus, you know, what happens if, what if, what if, what if, you know, well, I can tell you, an easy fix to that is just get a Go phone. You know, get a few minutes on the thing. That's something that they can dial 911 to. All right, you don't need to necessarily get your kid a smartphone just because you don't have a landline. So there's just, there's pluses and minuses to all that stuff. All right, any questions? We love questions. Where What is, what are some things that you're dealing with that we can bounce some ideas off of right now? That is, that is really, um, a good question the answer my initial answer is no because this is the thing it all depends on what kind of game they're playing okay so if you're if they've got a 17 and up or a mature rating on the video game there's they're going to be exposed to uh lots of other things that are going to tie in because they know what type of game they're playing now one thing that on some of the newer games finally they've allowed uh on this latest call of duty allowed you to um eliminate the language and there's there's you can tone down that stuff and i've played it on both levels uh just to make sure uh that it because you know if you're playing because it's absolutely vulgar you know they military that's the whole time thing i mean which is the way that you know they talk and experience it with movies and different things like that but i love the fact that they're allowing you to to uh uh to shut off that mature content. That's that's something that was around with originally with Nintendo. Did anybody ever play Turok? Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. We're there. All right. So appreciate you. Um, you know, you could switch the blood from red to green. You know, it's a little less. You know, a little less graphic. A little bit. You know, so I love it when games give you those options, especially as you're slowly introducing and walking. So I want my son to have a healthy understanding of. What's good, what's bad, what can be played, what, you know, and then stopping stuff. I stop movies all the time. I stop TV shows all the time and ask them, just like what Bill's asking some of your children, spot the lie. What's wrong with that situation? I Probably the one that most do it most of the time is, is occasionally when Brother Bear, you guys know that, TV sh- that, that cartoon, Brother Bear, the spirit of so-and-so is turned into a bear and all that kind of stuff. I, push, I walk by and they'll be, they'll be watching that and i push pause I'm like, all right, let's spot the lie. <sighs> Dad, we know that the spirits and all that. I said, no, articulate it. What happens if a friend asks you that? So explain to me, you know, that's the world view. It's a spirit, it's animism, and all that kind of stuff that, that we go through. So have those conversations. The same way with video games and, and things. Uh, the filters, I love it when they give more options to, to, to filter map. out. Um, but the thing is, with Xbox right now, it's, it's, it's open season on, on that stuff. Once they get on Xbox Live... Uh, I mean, I've I've uh, uh, presented the gospel to lots of people in different countries and different things that I've had that I've interacted with on the court. Now, that's because I made that initiative to do that. Uh, they, you know, because they see in my gamer profile that I say I'm a youth pastor and different things, and they'd be surprised how many people look at that when you're playing Call of Duty or other kinds of things online, and they ask you questions. So I always take those as God moments, and I don't, I'm not ashamed of my faith. But to expect your 17, 18, or, or 15 year old to, to take that, <laughs> I'm going on Xbox Live to be a missionary tonight. I'm like, chances are that's probably not going to be happening. But um, so to be smart about it. All right, any, that's a good question about Xbox Live. Okay, okay. So yeah, we're one minute past time. Listen, I'm going to hang out uh, for a little bit. Anybody uh, have any questions? Um, I'll be here my my name is Dustin as in like Dustin Hoffman and Sam's like Sam's cookman and Sam's like Sams cookman and Sam's like Sams